Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Shout out to all the French kissers and French ticklers. This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, hey, everybody. How you doing? Welcome back to the show. Uh, Up top, I just, let's get this out of the way. I'm not going to say a lot about the tragic attacks in Paris. Not because I don't care, but because I doubt I'm going to say anything more eloquent than has already been said by the time you hear this, whether it's uh, the day it releases on Wednesday or five months from now, someone has said something way more inspiring and beautiful than the shit a guy with a sex podcast is going to be able to tell you. Uh, I do hope that all of my listeners living in or visiting Paris are safe with their families and friends. I hope you all have pulses. I hear those are important. I hope that anyone who was stranded due to the border closure made it home okay. I also hope uh, you had the sense to not bitch and moan about, eh, and I, have wi- I didn't have Wi-Fi in the airport. It was the worst. Normally, I have a deep uh, loathing for misused superlative language. It's uh, it's how the word literally was changed to not even mean literally. That's what happened. I'm, I'm not one of those people who think that tragedies bar you from having your own small-scale sad times, okay? You're totally allowed. They're totally valid. I just hope you'll keep in mind next time you refer to your inconvenience as, quote, the worst or tragic that you'll keep it in perspective. That you won't use the same words used to describe um, the death of over 130 French people in a night. Don't use that word to describe you cracking your iPhone. You know, there are a ton of great words in the English language to describe, and probably other languages too, I would imagine, to describe, you know, you dropping your phone or you locking yourself out of your apartment at two in the afternoon. There are words for that. Tragic, probably not one of them. And you're going to feel like such a fool when you say that next to someone whose brother studying abroad was shot in a nightclub. All right. And oh, please, and please, 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 uh, on this whole, you know, rational thinking uh, rant, don't give in to ignorant Islam bashing. Can we not? Don't be one of those people who don't know the difference between Islam and Muslim, you know, because like one's a religion. The other is a follower of that religion. They're different words. They're not like different things. Don't be one of those people who goes like, yeah, well, you know, the Muslims are okay, but we got to stop all those Islam guys. It's like, nope, (laughs) it's kind of the same thing. Just know the difference. Okay. Like between a terrorist who is Muslim and someone who is not a terrorist. Who is Muslim? We don't declare a war against all Christians when like an extremist nuthead shoots and kills a doctor, right? So don't keep making this mistake just because they're brown. Use your heads, because I like to think my listeners are really smart people. And that's already way more than I planned on saying. So uh, let's go ahead with the show, okay? It's a We have a great episode. Uh, I'm very excited for it. It's going to be a good time. I'll tell you more about her in a bit. How am I doing? I'm doing good. It was a solid week. You know, I had some good dates. I had some bad dates. 
I had some good sex. I had some bad sex. You know, I had, uh, I had people, I went on some dates that, uh, you know, I wasn't really feeling it. And I, re- I respected that non-connection by not making moves to do things just because you're supposed to. I had a solid no kiss. There was a moment where I felt like she wanted me when I walked this one girl, I walk her back to her place. And I felt like she wanted me to kiss her because that's what you should do at the end of a date. But I'm, I'm thinking, like, I don't think we connected at all during this thing. So I was like, yeah, I gave her a kiss on the cheek. It's a cute way to end a date. But meanwhile, like I had um, some sex friends for the weekend that went quite well. So, you know, you get a mixed bag. My diet's going well, guys. You know, remember I was bitching and moaning a few weeks back, starting a diet. Uh, I'm I'm two and a half weeks into counting calories. Three weeks when you listen to this, uh, already down like seven pounds, seven eight pounds. So that's awesome. Trying to bring that sexy back, people. You know. I really, really want to order Domino's, but you know, I'm holding strong. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, we'll see how all that pans out. You know, maybe get to my goal weight by the next orgy. I don't know. <laughs> um, people, if you are listening to this episode the day it releases, Wednesday, November eighteenth, uh, I will be performing at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City, Queens. At eight p.m. is a free comedy show. It's the first stop on the seven train. It'll be fun. You can see me do some live stand-up. So uh, if you if you do come, let me know. We'll we'll have a drink. We'll hang out. <clears throat> uh, shout out to Dr. Jana Vrangalova. If you remember from episode 10, I had on a sex researcher I know, uh, Dr. Jana. She has since been doing some amazing things on social media. She has been crushing the Periscope game. She's been live streaming like five days a week, I think, possibly more, doing Ask a Sex Researcher. She's breaking down recent sex research studies that have come out. So if you see something on Huffington Post and you're like, that sounds bogus, she's probably talking about like what parts of that article were true and what weren't. So um, definitely go check her out. You can go to her website, drjana.com. That's Z-H-A-N-A. She's Macedonian. Uh, com. She's on Twitter and Periscope at Dr. Jana. Uh, check that stuff out. Really cool if you're into the nerdy sex stuff. This week's guest is Monica. You may remember Monica from last year. Uh, she was on. She's a uh, the cougar comedian. And we reminisced about our, our, our days together in bed back during my college time. Uh, she's fun. She's fabulous. She's awesome. And uh, I and I really enjoyed her appearance last year, and I wanted to have her back again. And it was uh, an awesome episode. You know, obviously, we talked a bit about age differences, but we'll, we really dived into, you know, what's it like dating in New York? Because this this city is like an entirely different animal for dating. It's, it's nothing like Portland. Uh, it is... You know, even just like Long Island, which is very close to Manhattan, the dating scenes are super different. You got a very like monogamous culture out on Long Island with a lot of fist pumping and margaritas. And then here in New York, you know, it's a very slutty culture, a very big hookup culture with margaritas. So you see, it's it's pretty nuts. And we talk about that stuff. It's really cool. Also, a shit ton of butt stuff. So... 
strap on in or strap it on, depending on your preference, because uh, this is a great episode with Monica. Do you understand how insane this city is and how ridiculous our lifestyles are? Yeah. Like on every level. Yeah, but then we also add like the comedian lifestyle to it. Which just another makes level. me a complete asshole. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> I'm just like, what an idiot. <laughs> and then just try to sprinkle dating uh, on top of that. I, and then life okay. is nuts and not worth living. Just dating in general. I'll never forget the... There was a guy in high school who I thought was just the cat's meow. I was a freshman. He was a sophomore. You know you're dating yourself by describing a person as the cat's meow, That right? was deliberate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if I really wanted to truly date myself, I'd be like, oh my God, he was like so rad. So rad? So rad. Is rad that old now? Fuck. Yeah, just like me. Old, 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 old. <laughs> um, but... I just I remember seeing him at the beginning of the year and then not until the end of the year. But he asked me out. His first asking out was, I have a dime bag and a bottle of vodka coming to me. Do you want to hang out? I had no so romantic. idea. I didn't know what that I mean, I knew what vodka <laughs> was, but I was just like, Arr. um and I think he kind of understood that I was that naive and young and just probably not the way to go. So he asked me to go to Baskin Robbins and he took me for ice cream. That's creepy. And then we went back to his place. Even when getting even when getting ice cream is age appropriate, it's still a little creepy to say, well, I took this girl out for ice cream and then we had sex. Well, so that's the thing <laughs> is I was a virgin. He was not. And he wanted to have sex with me. And I was like, no, no, no. And then he was like, well, can we do this? And I'm like, no. And he's like, can we do that? And I'm like, no. So I made him take me home and he was just like, oh. I bought you ice cream. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, I would hope that I would be worth a little bit more than like, I probably got something boring too. Like maybe if I got bubble gum or something fantastic. Oh, uh, that Rocky would, uh, Cherry like, that Garcia? That would be like a blowjob or something. I don't know. I'd bl I, I wouldn't blow someone for cookie dough, but. <laughs> Those two in a sentence sound gross together. You I would definitely, that, I would right? definitely eat someone out for cookie dough instead of cash. I would do that. <laughs> yeah. Cookie dough ice cream is the shit. Again, totally disgusting in the same sentence. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to brush my teeth or I'm going to wait till after. I'm not a monster. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a complete monster. So, uh, yeah. so that was, that was me as a virgin. Huh. It was awesome. Well, we're, we're, we're back with, uh, Monica, my good friend Monica here. Uh, <laughs> say hello to everybody. Hi, everybody. Yeah. You're just complaining about how dating in this city sucks. I agree. Cause as you know, it's a, it's a struggle for me as well. But you haven't given up. I mean, I've stopped trying, I think. Not really. But <laughs> <laughs> I've given up. I've I've realized at this point, like my my resting bitch face is so bad, it's like Moses. It just people get out of the way. That's how bad it is. <laughs> like my aura is for shit. <laughs> just like your aura from like thirty five or thirty six to now is uh Extremely different. I mean, when I met you, mm. you know, you were quite chipper and cheery, and uh, which and was ironic because yeah. I had just gotten divorced not that long ago. Yeah, so. but you're like, this one looks cute. Like, uh, that's <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was open to things. Yeah, but no. So why why is it why is dating so bad now? 
Oh, you know what? It's not that it's bad. It's just so tiresome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you get older and you get grumpy and you get tired and it becomes like, hmm, I could just chill out on the couch and catch up on my DVR or like Netflix um, or go try to have a drink with some guy. And, you know, I, I don't want to sound arrogant, but I, chances are if I go and have a drink with a guy – and I've showered that day. Even if he doesn't like me as a human being, he's still probably going to try to like have sex with me. Because why not? We're yeah. out. And and that's just he bought like, you a drink that tasted listen, like ice cream. No, like <laughs> it was an ice cream flavored shot. <laughs> he got me a milkshake. Um, it's a milkshake shot. No, but you know, and then it's just kind of like, okay, does this guy like me? Does he not like me? I don't really like him. Why are we still sitting here? But I don't want to, I'm, and I'm not one of those people, not that there's, you know, everybody do as you want, but I'm not one of these people who just kind of is a jerk or is like, I got to go, you know, I like respect the other person. I don't want to hurt their feelings. You'll give them the two hours. If I have to, if you have to. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, but I mean, I like meeting people. And that's the other thing is as a comic, and this is a sickness that we all have, I think, <laughs> is like, you know, when you sit down, you're immediately thinking material, right? So you're just kind of like, oh, well, you know, this person's a complete schmuck, but this is going to make a great joke. Like I could do five minutes <laughs> on this asshole. See, now here's why I think I'm probably just a bad comedian. But like what I, th what I think is a good dater is when I sit down, I'm not thinking about jokes for the stage. I'm thinking about jokes for her. Aww, like one on one. You're a giver. I'm just, you know, you're I've, a giver. I've always been a giver. That's um, true. <laughs> but it's just like <laughs> I'm trying to crush this open mic at this bar with one an audience of one that's what i'm trying to do <laughs> like i i still say that i am at my funniest on a first date with a girl oh wait, guaranteed sure. i think that's when i, I think it. i am at my best Most comedically charming. you did you just like put your phone down and you're like i hope you don't mind i'm gonna record this i might I, get some good jokes i out have of this. so many times wanted to record <laughs> dates so many times i've i've lost amazing ideas because I didn't fucking write them down. Because I, I thought it would be douchey all the time. I am not. What am I? Gonna, I'm sorry. Can I just write this down? It's kind of about you, but I, it's not. It's not you. It's like about the idea of you as just a woman. You could be anybody. That sounded bad. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> how to not get laid. <laughs> right. So instead, I'm I'm inside trying to crush an audition and, and get on TV. I'm trying to crush this date so I can have sex with them and maybe cuddle. Aww. So that, uh, if I, I'm still trying to figure out a way to get my head into the mindset before I go on stage that the audience is basically on a first date with me. If I can fucking figure out how to make that click, I think I'll be well, a monster. Well, why does it have to be the whole audience? <laughs> like, can you just pick somebody in the audience and just kind of play to them a little bit? Yeah, not always. But, not when there's three people. That, yeah, then it becomes. Then I'll be like, you know what? Like, I'm just gonna try to get you all into a foursome with me. That's way more realistic Killing than this. Now, nah, but knowing me, I would pick the one person who just doesn't want to talk to me. You know? Yeah, but, I do. I always pick the shitty out. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I, I, well. I don't know. I mean, sometimes I get the people who you can just tell are more into it and then you play to them a little bit more. My problem is when I go on stage, if I get like the girlfriends out for fun or whatever, then they think it's participatory. 
then they're like, yeah, and they want, and I'm like, no, no, not a conversation, not a conversation, monologue. <laughs> yeah, if I can get them to shut up enough to hear the words Weight Watchers, I think I can get them like to, <laughs> to chill, <laughs> and they'll listen, because they'll be like, Monica, I did Weight Watchers, be like, my mom made me do Weight Watchers too, let's listen. <laughs> and if they want to jut in, I'm like, this is my zone, like Weight Watchers, I can say anything. <laughs> I got this shit. <laughs> if, we, if they want to riff with me on Weight Watchers, I can shut them up, because I'll be excellent at it. <laughs> the economy, not so much. I won't know how to get them to stop yeah, talking. The but, economy is not funny. Are know. you doing new jokes about Weight Watchers? Um, dieting in general. Like my my body went to shit, and it was like affecting my libido and my general really? outlook. I mean, I was like not fucking as much, but not because I couldn't. I was just not as horny. I legitimately got I less that. horny, and I was like, me of all people. I was, I was, I was like looking at myself, be like, this is gross. I mean, like I'll fuck me right now. (laughs) Barely. And then I'm going to watch Netflix. I I, I was going through a stint of that. I mean, I was, I went through a funk for most of uh, the summer where I actually pulled back on like the amount of sex I was having. Cause I realized I was having sex. I didn't even want to have, I was having it cause Uh, it was in the schedule. It was, uh? it was in the iCal. I have to do it. It's five o'clock Saturday. I got to fuck Sarah. That's what it says to do. So well, shit, aren't you a little planner? <laughs> I mean, listen, when you've got a day job and, and a podcast and comedy, and you try to go to the gym and no other hobbies, yeah, you know, I just recently i uh, I did hook up and I did it before a show, and I realized I'm like a football player, and I just cannot have sex before ah, a show. Like I cannot do that. <laughs> I can do that. That I can I handle. I cannot. Because I go and feel I'm like upbeat and I'm happy. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm glowing. I'm if it's good, I'm destroyed. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I just, I want a nap. I have this way. <laughs> I'm like the opposite because I get like a huge burst of energy right after, right? And typically the guy's like, um, which is fine because I'm usually like good. Now I can like vacuum. Um, I like, I get this huge burst of energy, but then I'm just like down for the count. Do you just need like the one good O and that's it? You don't need to get, you don't need to get like a waterfall of. Um, I don't know how I thought I was going to complete that metaphor. <laughs> a a waterfall, waterfall of, of O's. O's? <laughs> that sounds weird. Um, if you're a squirter, maybe. Uh, no, but, you I'm know. not. Thank God. <laughs> I don't have to do my sheets that often. No. Um, well, one really good one is fantastic. Um, a few in there is even better. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) you know, for people who can last. Although, you know, there's that, it's a balance, right? Because the other thing is, is like, I don't want you starting a fucking campfire. Like, I don't need the chafing. Like, there's, there's gotta be, you know, that's what makes a good sex partner, knowing like, all right, I'm tapping out. Like, let's do this. When to pause and. Yeah, it's like, it's time for you to come to, buddy. Right. (laughs) You smell that? You smell that burning fur? It's time to go. But what, so what are you doing uh, for sex these days? If you're you're giving up, you're throwing in the towel, locking up your pussy. What are you, what are you doing now? <laughs> I'm sorry, just the soliloquy you gave me before uh, before we started made it sound like you were closing the doors, <laughs> just like leaving like a little button open for your clit for your little vibrator so you can put it in from time to time. But otherwise, um. I have a situation, I guess, but you have a situation that sounds dangerous the way you worded it. (laughs) I have a situation. We have a situation here. (laughs) Should you choose to accept this mission? 
I will be very happy because I'll get an orgasm. Um, no, I, so I have a person that I can go to for those type of needs. You seem so excited about it. (laughs) I really hope he, hope he never hears this. Because you know what? He's with a buddy right now. He's like, you know what? I'm seeing this girl, Monica, man. Like, She's like a fuck buddy, but man, we have some great sex. She's like really happy yeah. to see me when we do it. <laughs> he has no idea that he is a functioning sex doll to you. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's obviously solid, good, but you know, it's one of those things where it's not going to ever be a relationship. Um, and then, but it makes me lazy because I feel like if I, if I weren't, if I didn't have that situation, then I would be maybe more apt to try and find a boyfriend or go out on a date or, but is that what, you, is that even what you want? Uh, I'm lazy. Like, I just want to have a boyfriend. Like, I don't want to do the dating and all the bullshit. For the right price, you can get that. (laughs) I don't want to pay for it. You can hire one. I don't want to hire one. I want somebody to love me for me. They can love you for you. Your bank account is part of who you are. (laughs) It's your name on it, babe. If someone steals your identity, your bank account is part of that. This is true. That's that's a fair point. I'm going to have to think that one over. You're making a valid point. Um, well, as you mentioned earlier, it's like winter's coming. It's cuffing season. This guy could be uh, serve a good purpose for it. <laughs> I swear. It's like this city is amazing. I have never been in a city where you can genuinely feel spring. It's like it's just palpable. And the same thing with fall. Like you feel the winter coming because of how people behave. It's crazy. Like everyone's like, Hey ma. And I'm just like, what? Because I'm a little chubby. I look like I'll keep you warm because I'm buying stuff for soup. You know, like, okay, I've got cookies in my basket. Like, you know, they want nothing to do with me during the summer. Summer is like a free for all. Everybody, you know, it's like the hottest girls, which I'm not. Summer's not my season. I'm usually just sweaty and my hair goes flat. Whatever. And I'm sunburned at best. Maybe I just had, I still have 36 year old Monica like in my head. Yeah. You've known <laughs> me a while. I've known you a, a good chunk of time. Yes. It's, uh, it's so I still, how am I holding up? Be honest. Yeah. Am I okay? You only uh, look like you aged three years. Not, oh, thank you. Not six. <laughs> not six. You look I'll like, take that. you look like you're approaching 40, not you just passed it. It's- oh, well, I'll definitely take that too. I'm like, what the fuck? When I say my age, I'm like, that ain't right. Is it? Shit. 41, right? Yeah. I only know because I re-listened <laughs> to last year's episode. I mean, if anyone's- And I can do math. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm me real smart. Uh, it's- <laughs> but no, it, it's, it's so strange how this city will start dating like come winter time because it really is yeah. when they say cuffing season, it fucking- mean it they're it's like what it's not what do you do for work it's what subway stop do you live oh on? god well that- for, okay so that's the other thing like i i love my apartment i like my neighborhood uh nobody's coming here I, I mean, more people are coming actually more people unfortunately i'm seeing more and more hipsters pop up so. well it's just a matter of like are you close on the train yeah like i'm on the j train you know you gotta yeah. you gotta be living near me for the j train yeah like you gotta we, live we'll on never the day train. Oh, this, this will never happen. This no, will never work. Because like 
Brooklyn to Brooklyn is just a myth. This would only work. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> how stupid is that? See, that's another point no, of I've how legitimate- ridiculous this city is. I live in Brooklyn. You live in Brooklyn. People <laughs> in Williamsburg. I won't go to Williamsburg because I have to go into the fucking city to then like, or I can take That's the how I would train. get here. That's how I, I would get here. It's ridiculous. It's not even like Coney Island. It's, I mean, driving distance, it's not that bad. No, nothing. It's nothing driving. Yeah. I, I was texting someone this morning. Because I was, um, so I just got my schedule for, for work uh-huh. and it's an uh, increased amount of days because of weird printing schedule, right? So I, I have to go to work a lot more until the end of the year than I normally do, which means getting up really early in the morning. So I started thinking, okay, like, well, okay, who am I seeing that lives off the A or C train? Because that's the one I take for work. You're to, very pragmatic. Yeah, well, I'm thinking like, okay, because we could do sleepovers. I could, I could schedule. Oh, I could I don't schedule even have that hanging option with my dog. I could hang out with her and have sex if I can sleep over. Because oh, I'm not going to make her come brilliant. to me. I'm a nice that's guy. Brilliant. I'll travel. Yeah, but none of them live off the A train. Oh, that's and one funny. of them says, "I'm off the G." Again, she's in Brooklyn. The G. Yeah, I know that was a dumb decision. Does she know nothing about life in New York? I told my roommates when we were searching for an apartment, he sent us um, one listing. None of them were from New York except me. And so they sent me a list and be like, hey, this apartment looks great. And it's off the G train. That could be cool. I'd be like, no, it would not be cool. No. It would be zero bit. Zero bit school. Zero bit cool. My dog is very excited that you're here. Yeah. But no, so she lives. Yeah. Like you said, she lives in Brooklyn. I live in Brooklyn. Um, Like mileage wise, she lives closer to me than you. Oh, yeah. And I would still travel to here before traveling to her. <laughs> it's insane. And now you're asking why I'm giving up on dating because those are ridiculous things that happen in New York dating where people are like, yeah, no, it's just. And I mean, I'm pretty. But like, but just seriously. for four months. It's four months that we're like, it's freezing. I don't want to travel far, but I want to have sex with someone. And then you try to get that Tinder range to the lowest fucking possible. <laughs> Which is one mile. I got to be honest with you. Walking around my neighborhood, though, I'm not really sure I want to end up with anybody who I've seen around here. They're all very short. I know. They're like a foot smaller. Although I would dominate them. (laughs) He's very happy. My dog is really excited to see you. That's his happy biting? Yes. That's his happy biting. I'm just checking. (laughs) He's like, look, let me at her. Let me at her. He's a fucking cock block, by the way. He is a huge cock block. We've listen, that's what you called him last year, too. We've talked about this. Ugh, My sorry. lasting memory of him. No, <laughs> you can repeat about it. My lasting memory of this dog is like, I'm fucking you, like missionary, and he came up and started licking my asshole. <laughs> and I did decide if I was gonna finish or not. It was weird. <laughs> All right, no more kisses from Bailey. He looks assholes. He is. Gives the rim jobs. <laughs> Which is fine. You know, I'll still kiss you after one. You just got to wash, just brush your teeth first. That's all. There are rules to this game. I'm still figuring out the rim job rules because I have, I've only received so many. I think I could count. How do, you, do you like them? I love them. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. That is, <laughs> it's possibly the single best thing a woman could do I for really me. wish this was video right now. Right, yeah, that my, was adorable. It was like up. giving a little boy like his I don't know dream toy on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I want to make a, a I can has rim job meme with a little <laughs> cute kitten. <laughs> please do, please, please, please. It's I mean I don't. It might be better than a blowjob. I'm not sure. 
I mean, ide- ideally, they're mixed. You know, it's it's all it's a one act mixing, going from to different parts of the body, right? But uh, you know, it is amazing. Now, are we talking? I, I want to explore this. No pun Let's intended. Let's explore. Um, now, is it the? Is it like the licking outside? Is there a little bit of penetration? Well, the penetra- penetration is great and fun and all, but it's li- it's the licking outside. I've I've girls have been very open to like sticking fingers or toys in me. That's usually not difficult to get them to do, especially if it's a toy and they don't have to get their <laughs> hands dirty. It's also showing up in a lot more Cosmo articles, so yeah, they're realizing like fucking Cosmo. I'm I I encourage it. It's, le- it's less <laughs> girls looking at me weirdly like you want me to do what? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but rimming. I mean there are so many nerve endings on, around the anus. It's I just it does nothing for me. Nothing for you? Nothing. It does every single thing and then some for me. My body's wrong. No, it's not wrong. My body's just, wrong. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm Your kidding. nerve endings are old and tired. That's all. <laughs> I'm sure when you were 22, like, it felt ah, great. What is this? What is this? This is gross. What is this? This this licking of the asshole. Um, <laughs> those are my nerve endings, folks. They're old <laughs> Jewish nerve endings. Which is weird because you're Polish, but like Hungarian, that, get it right. Oh, right, right. It's all the same Eastern European former it's not Nazi worth really something. Remembering. <laughs> so okay, now is this like so somebody's what blowing you and then kind of like like lifting your sack up and reaching back behind there is it like full-on doggy style could do either do you have a preference again i could probably count on two hands the amount of times i have had a rim job Mm. and i think two of them were paid for so like i don't know how you know if we're going to count those you know, sure. it, it normally started with like the blowjob and then they worked their way down. No one's just diving in like fingers deep and just going for it. Like you work your that way up to it. That would be awkward. That would be awkward. She starts on my shaft. You're and when, a lady. And when she, moves, not- <laughs> when she moves down there, like I might take over on the shaft, you know? Got it's, it. But no, the, when the licking has happened, it's um, it's been like in the middle of a blowjob. And uh, yeah. Cool. I mean, I, I've had few different experiences and i would like to have more i wonder (laughs) if it's more sensitive for guys i wonder too i don't know because i've definitely heard guys like yes girls i don't know i know girls who like getting rimmed um the one time and possibly the only time for a long time that i did it she was very very happy about it really okay so I just have a broken asshole. That's yeah. fine. No, it's just your preferences. <laughs> no, no, but it is broken, hundred percent. If that thing, if if getting your asshole lick doesn't feel kind of pleasurable after a shower, I don't know what's wrong with you. It's <laughs> now when you said that some guys go like yes about it. Here's why I don't understand okay. guys who go yes about doing it. That I'm just like I don't know how you're excited about this. Oh, and I don't know so, how they're excited, how women are excited to like my asshole. I mean, it's, it, I don't get well, it at all. But I think for the guy, it's the whole thing too. It's just like this 
like they become so into the oral part of it and it's so close. They're neighbors, you know? <laughs> so it's just really, it's like, it's like when you have that neighborhood party and you just go from one backyard to the other, huh. you know, <laughs> but just, I, I, no, but I, I'm serious. Like I've had that. And I mean, I'm not opposed to it. But it just doesn't do much for me, but I've had people who have been like, they, they, they just, it's all one thing to them at that point. It's just, there's a psychological barrier for me. It's I always told myself I'll do it if I'm in love. I did it once earlier this year. I was in love with her and it was fine. Um, and then I was like, I don't know. Then once that situation ended, I don't know the next time that's ever going to happen. Well, I don't. I mean, listen, like because there's something about me in my but... head where I'm like, I can't. There's something about me. I'm like, I can't put my tongue. Where that comes out, I can't. It's, it's a mental block for me. It's one of the only double standards it's, I have. I don't think I have any others. It's the one thing that I'm like, I would love for you to do it for me. And I'm probably not going to do it for you. It's the only thing. That, I um, but it's, totally get where yeah. you're coming from, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely, it's, mm, I mean, yeah. I'm not yeah. into, I'm, me personally, I'm not into ass play. Sure. Let's just leave it there. Sure. <laughs> Although I think shortly, hmm, I'm trying to get my timeline. Summer before junior year, yeah. So the that a few months before we slept together was the first time a woman ever put a finger up there, and she was also older, and it kind of blew my mind, and it was like. I was like, wait, people do that? Can I ask? I should just handle with the older ones. I don't want this to get around campus just in case it goes bad. It is so, so adorable. <laughs> so there was one time you did you took out a you took out one of like your smaller vibrators. You were very kind and gentle. You like, where's my smallest? I don't know what he can handle. It I was, believe I believe that was Goldfinger. <laughs> I, that sounds right. That seems right. And you know what? It was like I was still in a phase when I was twenty. I was still in a mode where I didn't even want to like ask for it. Like of I would course. just like just if they accidentally grazed, I would I just try to make a louder moan to give a hint and be like. Well, but the, also at that age, that I think there's still that like, oh, you like that? You must be gay. Or I never you know, had that. I just shit. think it was like a. I think it was just being shy about asking for that. You know. That's Listen, I, would, I, I mean, I think that, you know, anything, you know, uh, I mean, it's it's more intimate to, like, let somebody in on, hey, this is something that really turns me on outside of, like, what, quote, unquote, the ordinary is, right? Mm. I mean, there are people who like to be choked a little bit, and that turns them on, you know, and it's kind of like, Would well, you be one of those people? I don't know. What kind of question is that? No, it's, I mean, <laughs> it's the man whore podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a totally fair question. But, you know, that's one of those things. Well, oh, and so I, I guess to your point, too, like, I'm don't not, deflect from the choking. No, 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 question. I'm, I'm going to answer it. But okay. I'm, but but just <laughs> I, I'm not. So I'm not the type of person where I'm like, do this to me. Right. I'm more the type of person like you were saying. You're, you're hoping like, they do. Like when they do something that, you know, you it's that positive reinforcement. <laughs> it's a loud moan that sounds yeah, like, like, please. Oh, that was good. Or, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Or yeah. So. Yeah. I, I So many times there's things 
I could ask, I could tell a woman precisely what to do and how. I don't think it's nearly as pleasurable as them discovering. Like, I like them discovering. I totally agree with And you. I'd almost rather them not discover it, almost discover it, th- versus me just telling them what to do. I don't like bossiness <clears throat> in bed. Yeah, I don't want, I want to hashtag ban bossy. I, um, I had somebody I was dating that just, I don't know why, because I don't know why he did this, but it would just like immediately, he would just be like, give me a blowjob. And I was like, you know, you don't have to do that. Like, I'm getting to it, goddammit, <laughs> you know? And it, for me, at least, it just so ruined it. Because then I was like, and I don't know, I mean, maybe the turn on for him was being bossy about it, you know? Maybe it or wasn't maybe- as much of a turn on to just kind of have somebody do it. Or um, maybe he just wasn't trained properly. Um, that's actually quite possible as well. I still think that every like 40 plus year old should bang someone under 24, under 23. You should go bang someone college aged like a few times. This person was older than that. That's the sad thing. I know. I'm saying had some 50 year old fucked him when he was in college and said, and said like, no, you don't talk like that. (laughs) No, Don't you do that. Put that like down. This. Yes, put that down. Pay attention. Put your phone away. Focus. <laughs> put your phone away. <laughs> um, then I think I think people. I think I learned because of older women. I think that's why well, you were I open became, to it too. Well, yeah, I wanted to become better. I think I'm. I I mean I know it's a cliche, and anyone who says they're good and better, like or or whatever, usually isn't. But I do think I'm like sexually sexually proficient. In bed, I, I think I am, and I think part of that is because I had older lovers when I was much younger um, to kind of teach me some things. Like, you know, don't do that. Don't. Nobody likes that. <laughs> Stop doing what people do in porn. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I mean, listen. I would totally agree. Look, part of it, I think, and this is what the guys that I dated who were younger said about younger women was that. A lot of young girls themselves, they don't know what they want. They they have a lot of hangups, you know, so it's just kind of this like angst filled experience, right? Whereas when you have somebody who's older, who's been around the block, um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's body image isn't as big of a deal, um, you know, just just it's, it's just sex. Yeah. That's the thing. It's just sex. And those girls should be hooking up with older men too. I think that, but like in the, in the legislation, if I were president, if you guys want to vote for me or Bernie in the legislation, I'd put like a 10 year gap. It's like, well, first let's have the older women fuck the young dudes. Let them grow up a little bit. So now when we have older men, they know what they're doing when they start teaching the younger gals. Um, like don't let the, the older guys now start fucking 20 year olds have the older but guys think, of tomorrow i think the problem i i mean i you know but i think the problem is is the mentality always has been with the older guys is like that there's some sort of a taking advantage of and that's why we're gonna have them learn from women like you oh of a particular age that the, i'm about to time out you better hurry up with your legislation <laughs> <laughs> what when do you when are you retiring <laughs> 
Um, well, I have to make more. I don't money want. I don't want the older. I feel like the older I get, the more money I need to make because then it becomes about being a sugar mom. Well, now you're sounding like Brandon Marshall, like renegotiating a contract. It's like, well, you know, I'm getting in the end of my career. I'm trying to get that guaranteed money. I don't mean to treat you like Peyton and be like, hey, you know, so when are you retiring? What's going hey, on? Don't talk about Pete. Yo, Peyton's got two good years left. Um, Maybe. I yeah, I love Peyton Manning. I love Peyton Manning, but I really hope John Elway has a plan going. Like, well, you I to, hope he's already thinking about that. Well, I hope it's a, ba- a, a young quarterback to train in a better offensive line. Fucking even Peyton Manning can't throw behind all that bullshit. <sighs> Football. <clears throat> <laughs> you're just jazzed because your Jets aren't totally failing. <laughs> Um, we're doing all right right now. It was like twelve three at halftime. Not, that's not too this bad. This is also why he likes me because I let him watch the Jets game. It's pretty the great. <laughs> it's pretty great. I'm not. Wa- I haven't been watching it now, but like she let me watch like leading up while she made her like poor person stew from Hungary from the old country. Like here, it's a cute snack, but back there, that's what poor people have to eat. To yeah, live. that's totally right. <laughs> I'm just being ironic. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So no, but do you have a do you have an age in mind where you'll stop fucking? I hope not. But no. I mean, well, Although, you're, I'm you're, really you're... disturbed by this. Wait. So there are these ads now, um, for some sort of vaginal cream, <laughs> and it it's something like about how like oh well nobody tells you that sex becomes painful after like fifty or whatever, and I'm like what? I was like. I was like, wait, so just as I like don't have to worry about getting pregnant anymore, it's going to hurt? I mean, you're going to need good. some extra lubrication probably, but... But it's that like sounds talking like, about like collapsing <laughs> vaginal walls. Yeah, no, that just sounds like, like... very Indiana Jones kind of. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like fear-mongering. Um, Indiana Jones, like someone's got to reach their hand up there just... No, but I am. I'm like picturing my like, you know, just like... My ovaries and my womb and everything with like the cobwebs blowing in it, you know, like that one last good egg just spiraling down, men oh. running away, like, no, I don't want a child. The, the for egg her. is that big tumbling ball in Indiana Jones that's coming down. <laughs> no, but there's only going to be cobwebs if you don't, you know, if you don't clean up or don't keep it going or don't have visitors over. So, you know. I mean, I, I, you've got your we're, your. we're in good shape. You've got your cuffing season guy. So yeah. that should be okay <laughs> for now. I can totally tell, too, because like the whole summer, nothing, nothing. And then all of a sudden, I just get a text, How you been? And I'm like, Ah, uh, oh, it must be September. How old is this guy? He's actually older than me. Really? Yeah. All right. Not by much. Not by like, much. Like five, four or five years. All right. So he's still got like he's some, totally old compared to you, though. Compared to me, I mean, <laughs> man, I'm, I do not, I do not look forward to the day where I can, where I'm no longer the barometer for youth. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have that cute line. I was like, "Well, if you can rent a car legally, you're old to me." And now, like, I can rent a car legally. Yeah, which is terrifying. That was my, <laughs> that was my line for like ever. That like anytime I was at a bar when I was. 19 to 24 my line with a girl was like 
She was like, I'm not that old. I was like, honey, if you can rent a car legally, you're old to me. Ouch. It got a laugh and it made her feel comfortable about the age difference. And then uh, I was making out with like a 32 year old. I was like, all right. Uh, so would you say you have mommy issues? Um, <laughs> I probably got some sort. I don't know. I got some issues. I <laughs> I went to bed. I started. I went to bed crying uh, inexplicably the other night. There's no reason. Nothing happened. Nothing hormones. happened. I just, yeah, hormones. I think I'm going through you menopause. Just jerked off. I should just jerked off. Yeah, it was, it was strange. I was just like, I, there was no reason. I thought you could be jerking off sobbing. Yeah. That would be sad. I tried watching Philomena last night and keep my shit together. That didn't work. I've not seen that. Philomena is a great. A it's a great fucking movie. But a cry, it's a good mix of crying and laughing. Judy Dench is going to give you the cries, and then uh, and then Steve Coogan is going to. Give you the laughs. Well, was, he's was, great. Yeah, he was phenomenal. He's a great comic. That was a great year of movies. That was my fa- that's been my favorite Oscar season of movies since. It was Philomena, nice. Dallas Buyers Club, Nebraska, Wolf of Wall Street, Twelve Years a Slave. I mean, it was a fucking stellar lineup. Even Secret Life of Walter Mitty was that winner, and uh, that got no love. Um, <laughs> Captain Captain whatever it was. The Tom Hanks, Captain Phillips, all of it oh, yeah, was yeah, that yeah. three Wait, months. Th- yeah, and the pirate guy, didn't he go from like driving a cab to like stardom? <laughs> I mean, he went from driving a cab to nominated for an Oscar and then back to driving a cab. <laughs> Fucking America. <laughs> um, Welcome to Hollywood, kiddo. <laughs> uh, do I have mommy issues? I don't know. I, I mean, like I got my mom was a, a protector, probably. Yeah. My mom was like a little, little overprotective, and she like was big on hugs. You know, my dad not so much. I probably got mommy issues. I'm okay with it though. I think we all have issues. We all have issues, but I'm trying. To- I'm surprised I don't have more sexual <clears throat> hangups because I really was raised to just fear sex and hate sex. And how'd you get over that? I don't. I was because I was never brought up to like fear sex. I was brought up that like you're not allowed to have sex because. You look like you look and act like that. We're all gonna go have it though. It's pretty great. You. What do you mean? Oh, I grew. I was very socially awkward until I was like in college. I, I I was I was a chubby kid, not super chubby, but chubby enough you could tease me. That got my body image down. Then I just was awkward. I didn't know how to talk to other kids, uh-huh. which then evolved into not knowing how to talk to girls. Yeah. Uh, which evolved into me having a lot of girl friends. Ah, the friend zone. It wasn't even a friend zone because friend zone starts off like you think you're going to have a chance. I went in now even trying to be like, I'm going to write you a cute poem, but like, I, don't worry. I know what the deal is. I. now do you have the conversation the exclusive conversation because that's also something that is insanely new york you realize that like nowhere else in this country do you have to say to somebody who you've been on several dates with for for seven months yeah yeah (laughs) yeah like oh we never said we were exclusive Ah. like that just doesn't my mind was like you met my parents (laughs) Yeah, but we never said we were exclusive. (laughs) Like, I've met a lot of parents, if you know what I mean. Um, Fucked a few, too. Now, wait, that's like an idiotic New York thing. Yeah. I had the conversation with this one. But remember, this is not a conversation I get to have often. Every time I do, uh, 
they say no. Oh shit! Okay. They're just like, oh, I want to keep fucking you, but this. My is- goal is to make Billy cry tonight. It's well, no, not I mean, really. But I'm just being an asshole. You know my struggle. You know, I uh, whenever I wanted to mo- take it to that next step, they were always just like, let's keep it casual. That's that you know that's just been the fucking running joke in my life. So I haven't had a, an exclusive girlfriend since I was 19. And, but that was a I conversation. Think it's the city. Um, I'm convinced. I'm convinced we're all insane and depraved. There's so many hot people in the city. You just don't really have to but settle that's down. That's what I'm saying. We were talking about that because I was saying that Aziz Ansari wrote his book about modern, ro- yeah, modern romance. And I mean, don't his say whole don't, arc- don't say that name in here. He's not a sponsor. All right. Well, no, maybe he'll I'm sponsor kidding. you now. <laughs> Um, I've seen him twice on stage and both times he had his fly down. It was hilarious. I was like, I, I feel like I want to be your handler, no pun intended. And just be like, let's, let's fix this problem. But anyhow, I digress. But no, I mean, his whole argument is we are a slave to our options. I mean, we really, you know, it's, it's just why settle down with one person, you know, if there's always somebody new being trotted out who's like, oh, well, maybe this person's better. This person's but You know, everybody's shitty. Yeah. That's the irony of the whole thing. Everybody is shitty. I think it's that. Yeah. There's this other guy. I read his book. Uh, this guy, John Berger, he wrote a book called Datanomics. He's not even a, a relationships, anything like that writer. He's a fucking finance writer. Uh, but he just crunched a bunch of census numbers. He said, well, since there's so many uh, men in New York um, or so many women in New York yeah. and not enough men uh, that we can just kind of have our pick of the women and always be like, well, you know, it's probably going to be a, a better girl even. Oh, yeah. Well, and of course, we're idiots because we're just looking to like get a husband. And so we're like, oh, you want to behave terribly? OK, you know, and so it's just it's. Like I said, it's become this depraved bullshit thing. And and I'm, I'm not going to be able to compete with, you know, some of these women. I mean, I know for me, I, I just I have a very busy and and fulfilling life. And so if I so set fulfilling, a date, you're you're considering. Well, and- no, but I do. I'm just, I'm in a funk. I'm in a funk. But but I do. I mean, when I really, you know, like I sit down and I look at like my life, I'm like, you know, I have. I love comedy. I'm we're always struggling as a comic. You will never be happy with where you are in comedy. That's just kind of what keeps us alive. That's our life support. Mm-hmm. But that said, like the fact that I even fucking get up on stage, tell jokes and make people laugh to me, I'm like, okay, that's a check mark. You know, I have a good place to live, I have a good job, I have good people in my life. Like there's nothing really wrong with my life and I'm incredibly busy. I have a lot of things that I want to be doing and can be doing. So it's like if I, you know, make a date with somebody, I'm basically giving up something in my life to go spend two hours with you. Yeah. And I'm okay. It's a choice I made. But it's so funny because I've had guys play that game of like, oh, babe, you know, like I can't or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, let me know if you want to reschedule. And I just leave it at that. And I think that they're so used to women being like, well, what do you mean? And why not? And when are you going to, when am I going to see you? I'm like, I don't fucking care. You know, I got like 20 other things that I've could be doing. And I chose to like go out on a date. If you're going to cancel on me, see ya, you know? And that like, I feel really bothers some guys. I think it bothers some girls too. I mean, I I just think it bothers people who don't have as much going on. Cause again, same thing. 
it, that's a night that I'm not going to go game. get on stage. I know. And if it's I a give game. it up. And it got to the point over the summer where I was just doing that too much. And I wasn't getting on stage enough. And you know what happened? I noticed like I wasn't writing as often. Yeah. And it's a problem. And so now I think I'm, my new unofficial rule might be that like, okay, I can schedule sex three times in a week. Everything else has to be like last minute. Like, okay, we'll throw it together. Like okay, I like hey, schedule sex. Well, like I mean, I don't mean like schedule sex, but I like know, meeting I up know. with someone I'm hooking up it's with, like and there's married. a good chance there's going to be a blowjob. <laughs> you know what? It, it's like uh, because otherwise, if if I schedule four nights of four more nights, that's four nights I'm not doing stand. I can't do that. I know. So I gotta, I kind of be more responsible. Sorry, ladies. Uh, I'll still probably give in, most likely. Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good chance. That's where the slave to our options comes in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you're overall happy with the things and the I stuff? Oh, You know what? I just, I feel like I'm tired. <laughs> I'm a tired old grumpy woman. No, I just, I'm, t- I'm I am. I'm a little bit tired of, of, the lifestyle. Oh, uh, you're gonna I'm have living. to you're gonna have to clarify the life because if you say the lifestyle on uh, this show, the lifestyle that could mean so many different things. I nothing <laughs> exciting, guys. I'm so sorry to like be depressing. That could um, be BDSM. That could be swinging. That could be poly. That is probably something I should look into, and what? maybe I won't be so just depressed. Which one? No, I don't know. Huh? The lifestyle. Well, what's, one what's thing is the lifestyle. There are a you? lot. Oh, for me, oh fuck. The sad man podcasting comedy <laughs> sex person lifestyle. I don't fucking know. I mean, because like again, I'm not like a poly person, so I don't go to poly events where poly people talk about being poly. I go to a sex party every two months, like it's the specific party because yeah. I like that party. But I'm not going there. If you wanted to in New York City, in theory, and I've gotten different estimates from people, so I'm going to give a conservative one. You could go to a sex. You could go to a sex party every night, every weekend in New York City. But see, that's part and, of and what's there's, great and part of what's terribly and, wrong about this city. That's the thing that I'm struggling and, and with right now. And that's the conservative number. Like, there's, I know. There, there's a party that I get. I, there's one girl I know on Facebook who she she, organi- she throws parties. She throws two different monthly parties that are on weeknights. Like she's got a Monday night party. I'm like, the fuck are you guys doing on Monday night? Yeah. I gotta that's go to bed. Exactly I got work doing. in the morning. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? Um Well, and that's the thing, right? Because this city is it's just everybody is here doing all sorts of things and there isn't like a you know, there's the nine to five group, of course, but like there's artists everything. and freelancers yeah, and, and you know, a trust lot of fun babies. Are, yeah. I mean it's just yeah. like it's it's the thing that makes the city so fucking remarkable. But it's also what makes it really tough after – I mean, I've been here 15 years. 15, wow. 15. And, you know, I never – like, I wasn't somebody who ever wanted to come here. Um, so, you know, oh. <laughs> um, I wasn't – you know, so it was never my dream to come to New York. I'm glad I'm here. I'm certainly glad. I think I'm – my life is amazing because of it. But, you know, after a while, you're just like – do I need all this choice? Do I need all these options? Do I need to constantly be chasing the, you know, next great guy and, and he's chasing the next great girl. And so we both just fucking end up alone, (laughs) you know, eating our feelings. 
Or asshole. I don't know. Uh, um. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, if you need... Do we need those options? No. I think what's great about the city is that when you're in a place that doesn't have the option that you do need, you can come here and that option's for you. So if it's the sex party scene, lifestyle, the right. poly lifestyle, the swinger lifestyle, the, <clears throat> the kink BDSM lifestyle, there's, you know, there's probably a community of pet players right here in the city. Not furries. <laughs> Um, who don't want to get in the big furry outfit, but maybe they just want to pretend to be like puppies. Cat ears. I have yeah. cat ears. Can I put my cat ears on? Yeah, Ooh, I don't have bunny. bunny ears too. Yeah, oh shit, man! This is a party now. I've got, I've, got, <laughs> I've got a bunny friend, and I have a fox friend, and I have a kitten friend. Those are just the animals. Those aren't even furries, but there's a community of those people. If you need a community, if you need a community, there's a community of that here. So that is the beautiful thing about New York, so and I think that's don't... why it makes it addictive, be- and that's why it makes people afraid to leave. Like I, I, that's what I struggle with it because it's like, well, I'm a little bit afraid to leave because um, I, you know, I'm not that normal kid. Like I'm, you know, and I'm not out there doing crazy shit either, but. But like you pointed out, you have a community. Like this is the island of misfit toys. So maybe you need a, a, a progressive but a little less tolerance. Go to Boston. Maybe there's less. <laughs> I don't there are, go to I think there Boston. are less communities in Boston. I think I think if you say like, hey, do you have this community? Some guy's going to call you a queer. I think that's how it works in Boston. <laughs> I definitely don't want that. Be like, oh, you use the N word up here. That's lovely. I think. And I'll it's go like back a heavy grr. Like it's yeah. hard. Like you ever, you ever go like. There's no R's in that whole Boston accent. No, no, all the R's are just in the N word. That's where they put them. If you take out a Massachusetts dictionary and you scroll through and you find the N word, it's just a whole page. N I G G E, all R's for like a whole page. Like fucking pirates. But I mean, so I like the fact that here. It's it's my black friends calling me that word. Yeah, <laughs> I, I prefer that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just only sexually speaking, of course. It sounds like you don't need all of these different options, so maybe you don't need to be here. I just want to settle down with a nice furry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's also. Who <laughs> I don't know. That's my problem. I don't know. I'm in an I don't know phase. Mm. I need to write. I need to write. I need to write jokes. I don't write. I just don't you wrote write a great. You wrote a great one before about but, soup about cuffing season. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then I set you up for it. I know. And I then know. You, I fucked it up. You tried and you you botched it. You were like, and then he's like, oh, and I'm just trying to buy ingredients for soup. I was like, that wasn't the line. <laughs> She had a great joke. She said, hey, you know, cuffing season's coming up. I was like, oh, yeah. She's like, and I don't even know why guys are really talking to me. It's like, are they into me or do they just think like she makes a good soup? That's a great joke. (laughs) So you have to write it down. Make sure you write that down. Okay, I will. Uh, Monica, thanks for you know, thanks for coming back for round two. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Uh, I can't not it's yelling been at a year. Me. Yeah. What? Did I yell at you? No, no, just this oh. other girl, Nikki. She's been on the show three times, but she doesn't like me very much. But she's <laughs> been on the show three times. She loves her, the sound of her own voice. Oh, I don't even have the headphones on. I hate my voice. Yeah. Although somebody liked my voice from last time. People I think. like, yeah, people liked hey. you. That's why I wanted you back. Well, thanks I don't, for having me. I don't me. ask back people. Everyone complains. I about. just thought you wanted. <laughs> Soup. I don't even like soup. 
Soup. Soup. I just thought you were like, maybe I'll go and I'll get some soup from her. Podcast? What do you think? <laughs> Once again, it's my asshole talking. It's all these nerve endings. Oh, these juice. <laughs> um... <laughs> my old Jewish nerve endings. All right. Um, so, so Mo, Mo Vida. <laughs> no one's going to put that two and two together. Know, right? um, but where can people find you if they're in this lovely city and they're like, I want to go see her do stand up? Not Billy. I've never been, but I'd go watch her. Where, uh, where can they find you? You can find me at Broadway Comedy Club. And also, um, for those of you who might be day dwellers, we are doing, uh, my partner and I are doing comedy brunch every your li- other Your Sunday. life partner? Yes, my life partner. <laughs> I think we covered that. I don't have any life partners. Everything's comedy related. Uh, comedy brunch? What's that? Yes. It, um, we are doing comedy at the stand every other Sunday. So this Sunday coming up, um, which is what, the 15th? And it starts at one o'clock, goes till three, and it's like twenty bucks for an entree and a drink. Show the show itself is free, mm-hmm. so it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and you, uh, are you on the? I, I know at your ripe old age, I know technology is maybe not your favorite thing, but are, do you have on it? the twitters? <laughs> are you on the twitters? I'm on the twitters. I'm on the twitters at Mocha Vida, M O K A V I D A. Awesome, guys. Go uh, and girls in all the other places of the spectrum. Go check her out. And online. on Instagram, Instagram, you can see sexy pictures. You have sexy <sighs> pictures on Instagram? Yeah, the Kruger. Kruger. <laughs> that is a terrible Kruger. Uh, <laughs> it sounded like a phlegmy old woman. <laughs> that sounded more like a Kruger than a Cougar, eh? Oh! This is the comic now. Comedy podcast. Um. <laughs> <laughs> my friend Andrea Allen, she has a show and like their fucking catchphrase is like, it's a comedy podcast. I'm like, the fuck out of here. Spoken like a true New Yorker. <laughs> um, why don't you feel, say goodbye to everybody, Monica? Bye, everybody. This was fun. I hope you enjoyed it. I, sir- I certainly, certainly did. I screwed that up. <laughs> Shit. Oh, that was such a fun episode. I had such a good time catching up with Monica and then watching the Jets lose afterwards. That part was less fun, but uh, it was uh, it's always a it's always a blast hanging out with her. And I hope you guys enjoyed her for the second time. If you uh, didn't catch her the first time around, you know what? Go do that. Go into the archives. I think she's like episode 36. Go check her out. Super fun. Uh, follow her on Twitter, mo- at Mocha Vida. Uh, that's M-O-K-A-V-I-D-A. And while you're on Twitter checking her out, follow me. I'm at the Billy Presida. Say hello to both of us. Use the hashtag Podcast. Let us know what you thought about our episode. And, uh, you know, if you have something you want to say a little bit more privately, if you want to email your comments, your questions, Sometimes your booby pictures, you can send those to manwhorepod at gmail.com. And again, please, if you can, I really appreciate whether it's a quarter, a dollar, five dollars, go on over to patreon.com slash manwhorepodcast and make your pledge today. Uh, but until next week, I hope you all enjoy yourselves. Stay safe, stay sane, be smart, don't be an asshole. Ignore the people on Facebook. I know you want to start a fight, but do what I'm doing and just like take a deep breath. Maybe even write your response, but don't hit enter. Just delete it. You know, 
It's therapeutic. It's healthier. It's it's better for your mental well-being. Don't get in the fights on Facebook and Twitter. It doesn't do you any good. Um, but you know what does do you some good? Some man whore podcast. So uh, tune in next week. But until then, stay slutty. Thank you.